This podcast is made possible through the generous support of our community partner, Santa Cruz Works. Get the latest news on business, startups, technology, events, and jobs at santacruzworks.org. Santa Cruz local listeners get a 10% discount on Santa Cruz Works memberships. Just enter the code SANTACRUZLOCAL. That's all one word. I'm Kara Myberg-Guzman, and this is Santa Cruz Local. The future of Santa Cruz's homeless policy is going to be guided by a new committee. It's called the Community Advisory Committee on Homelessness, and it was created on Tuesday night by the Santa Cruz City Council. Eleven members were chosen from a pool of 52 applicants. The committee is partly a response to a homeless camp that started near River Street earlier this year. The camp has since been cleaned up and relocated, but many questions remain. Stephen Baxter, you saw the council approve the committee. Who is on this committee and what's it trying to do? Well, let's start with who's on the committee. There's a person with experience in drug and alcohol treatment. There's another person who's dealt with homeless veterans. Another person represents healthcare services, another business, another mental health, and there's also a homeless advocate. The council wants the new committee to build on some of the studies that the city has already done on homelessness, and the committee is supposed to have its first meeting soon and then meet for about six months to a year. So tell me more about its goals. Well, it's supposed to have three phases. The first phase involves listening to the homeless community. The group is supposed to get more educated about the causes of homelessness and some of the barriers to housing. And then the second phase is to make some short-term policy recommendations to the council. Things like where to put a navigation center, whether and where to have a transitional camp, and it's also supposed to include policies on things like public bathrooms in the city. And then the third phase addresses some of the long-term goals on homelessness, say 15 to 20 years out. The committee should discuss a master plan for the Coral Street campus, as they called it, which is where the Homeless Services Center is. And they also want to bring in the county and the state more on the issue. And we heard on Tuesday night from some critics who say that this committee is just going to be the same old thing, that the city hasn't done enough with their previous reports on homelessness. But to be fair, in the past two years, the city has helped create the Downtown Streets program that employs homeless people picking up trash around the city. And the city has funded the Homeward Bound bus ticket program that sends homeless people back home. And they've done a number of other things. Yeah, but there's still work to be done on the city's plans from two years ago. For example, the city hasn't made much progress on that proposed navigation center for the homeless, like the one in San Francisco. And some local nonprofit leaders say that our housing crisis is making the problem worse. They're finding homes for people, but they can't keep up with the number of people who are becoming homeless. So how did the votes land? It was a 4-3 vote. Uh, Vice Mayor Justin Cummings, Mayor Martine Watkins, and Council Members Donna Myers and Cynthia Matthews approved the committee. Councilmember Sandy Brown and Drew Glover said they were unhappy that there was not a homeless person on the committee. They voted against it because it didn't require a currently homeless person on the committee. Here's Councilmember Sandy Brown. This is a really important time for us to be making critical decisions and coming up with creative, innovative ways to address these issues. And I, I, str- I really believe that the only way that's going to happen is if people who are experiencing homelessness now in our community are fully at the table. There is at least one person on the committee who has been homeless and could speak to the experience. Also, a former city councilman, Ed Porter, spoke from the audience about the need to include a homeless person who's gotten off the streets. Here's what he said. I think that tonight in this action, you should add two more seats to the group and choose 
not necessarily homeless people because they're stressed already. They don't need the stress of a city committee, I don't think. But people that have gone through the Homeless Services Center and maybe worked at the Homeless Garden and then got employment and then got housing, those are people who succeeded with the help of the city of Santa Cruz and county and with the Homeless Services Center and all the social service agencies that are involved and know something to tell this group. And I recommend you put on two more seats. So the council listened to that. They said the new committee members can add two more members who have been homeless or are now homeless, but they're not required to add those people. Also, Santa Cruz County officials reported last week that there were about 2,200 homeless in the county. That's according to a count that was taken in January. And they believe that number of homeless countywide has dropped by about 4% since 2017. Here's what else you need to know from Tuesday's meeting. For months, the council has wanted to create some policy around protecting tenants. But so far, there hasn't been any data on things like rent increases and notices to quit. Notices to quit are when landlords give tenants 30, 60, or 90-day notices. It's not a formal court-ordered eviction, but most of the time, tenants leave when they get them. Landlords are not currently required to report notices to quit to the city. On Tuesday, the city council took a step toward collecting rent and eviction data from landlords and tenants. Vice Mayor Justin Cummings came up with a last-minute proposal on how that data collection could work. He said it was given to him by community members, but it wasn't on the agenda, so the city council couldn't really talk about it. Instead, it'll be discussed at the council's August 13 meeting. Basically, the proposal would require landlords and owners to report leases, rent increases, and notices to quit to the city planning department. We got a copy of that proposal and posted it on our website, santacruzlocal.org. Last thing, the council paved the way for more cell phone towers for 5G cellular service. Federal law doesn't allow cities much latitude to block cell phone towers. So the council decided to assert what little power it could. It approved aesthetic standards to make sure the towers don't stand out too much. Already, 5G towers are smaller than 4G towers. City staff estimate that building a 5G network would mean adding around 60 new towers. There is no timeline for when those new towers would be built. One last thing. A lot of you have asked us how we fund Santa Cruz Local. Well, we're a startup and we're still bootstrapping right now. But we're trying to build a sustainable business model to bring you local news. That's why you heard an ad at the beginning of this episode. And that's also why, come August 19, we're going to be launching our first two-week membership drive. We're excited to tell you about it, and more information will be coming in our next episode and on our website, santacruzlocal.org. That's also where you can find more information on our newsletter. Music was by Poddington Bear at soundofpicture.com. I'm Kara Myberg-Guzman. Thanks for listening to Santa Cruz Local. <laughs>